previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Thank you for accepting my invitation. Dinner is served at 8 p.m. Knock on the left door. Cordially, M. Standing at the door is a uh, average-looking tiefling. Welcome to the manor. Uh, my name is Flamingo. I'm the groundskeeper. Why are we here? Um, who is M? Everything will be explained at dinner by your host, M. Uh, I am just here to be at your service. So a few moments pass in the dining room. A man in freshly pressed clothes enters with a weathered face and deep eyes. And he reaches down for his champagne flute. And as he lifts it, he fumbles it and it drops onto the table. When the champagne spills, you hear glass breaking from the other side of the room. A thick, wet thud echoes, and you see M with a crossbow bolt in his chest. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, now available as a body pillow. <laughs> Do we want it? You're really bony. Like, is it going to be like a really thin, frail body pillow? Oh, yeah. It's like all elbows. Oh, go to hell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tisha. I play Benny, and I will be your IRL body pillow. Just give me a call. Like, or send me a DM. I'm Brandon. I play Teradek, and I, I do own an anime body pillow. There's a little <gasps> bit of shame there, but also it's like so comfortable, and I do hide it when my parents come to visit. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you a furry, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say you fucking furry. Um, <laughs> it is filled with fur. That's weird that you know that. Oh, <laughs> because aha, uh-huh, I am the body pillow. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Are you furry, Jonathan? Oh. <laughs> No, man. <laughs> uh, hi, my name's Katie, uh, and I play Jet, and uh, I don't have an anime body pillow, but do you think they're, like, a good budget pregnancy pillow? Because you know how, like, pregnant women get, like, those big body pillows? And they can be really expensive. Are you pregnant? None of us on this podcast are concerned with I'm not pregnancy pregnant. right now. <laughs> That's a good point. I am, so... <laughs> What if uh, a dog? You got a food baby. What if one of my rabbits becomes pregnant? You're going to buy him a body pillow? I'm going to buy him a deserve one. nothing but uh, the best. An anime body pillow. Only <laughs> <laughs> the best for my rabbits. Um, yes, hi. I am Jonathan. I play Eve, and I don't have a body pillow because I have an actual fucking boyfriend. So there's that. Oh. Um, Love oh, you bunches. My name's John, and I'm not sad and lonely. Mm. <laughs> nice. What privilege I have. <laughs> He's one of those gays. <laughs> I'm being <laughs> responsible. <laughs> Just fuck off, Jonathan. That's all we have to say. Just fuck off. Rude. Uh, welcome back. Episode two. Our question today has to do with cups. Oh, is it? Is that the one we're doing? Okay, so the question today is: When does a glass cup become a bowl? 
Okay, I feel like there's different answers to when does a cup become a bowl and when does a mug become a bowl? What? Does the contents make it a bowl? Isn't a mug a cup? A mug is a cup. A mug is... a mug has a mug handle, and they're made out of ceramic usually, right? A, glass. a mug can never be a, cu- a bowl because it has a handle. Bowls can't have handles? Fight, fight, fight. I feel like if we're talking about, like, the dichotomy or, like, you know, the whatever, the fucking genus species and all that bullshit, <laughs> then a mug is a type of cup. Okay. You can have a mug of soup, though, like with a, a deep mug with a handle on it. That would be a bowl, wouldn't it? No, because it's of the content. Cup. I think if it has a handle, it's not because of the content. What else would I use it for? Like I just coffee, I can picture coffee, a mug. hot chocolate, uh, literally a, a water hot because toddy. you don't want to use a good glass. Tea. Oh, I love a good hot toddy. Yes, I do love a hot titty. <laughs> I love a hot titty. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> just one though, just one, just the one. I'm just gonna hop on this little pedestal that I see right in front of me and just say, um, a cup, glass, mug, or whatever have you, um, never will be a bowl. Um, you will never be a bowl. Um, the only reason why you would ever use these items, um, as a bowl is because you either use all your bowls and they're all dirty or for whatever you're baking such as a mug cake or something like that you don't have the right size baking dish or pan or what have you um to you know utilize it um the, uh, because you don't have the right size so what i'm saying is that like you're too poor to go buy the right items um <laughs> to um, <laughs> use them and you know those substitutions that you're making are are due to your bank account so i'm just gonna I'm say just that gonna, and then i'm gonna go on mute so there i'm gonna jump in here real quick uh they do sell bowls and cups at the dollar store so it's, i think it's more about like laziness i have used bowls I mean, as cups know, though i think that the question is being misconstrued Okay, then please elaborate, ma'am. So when is the shape of a glass um, uh, of ceramic, uh, when does it constitute this is a cup and this is a bowl? When When is this a cup? Why would I describe this as a, a glass and why would I describe this as a bowl? Um, I... I'm going to give my I'm going to give my answer. And I do like Jonathan's answer. If you make uh, 15000 or less a year, your cup is a bowl. Um, <laughs> my answer is when what? the radius is greater than the depth, it's a bowl. Uh, yes. Right? So when the radius is greater than the depth, yeah. it's a bowl. However, uh, if the radius what? is like equal to the depth, then it's a whiskey tumbler. Or it's a bucket. Or it's a bucket. It's a bucket. I feel that actually. I'm here. I'm here for that because if you ever go to New Orleans or any of those um, places where they sell like fish bowls uh, for you and your friends to drink out of, I, I drink it by myself because I'm an alcoholic. Um, but if you ever go to, to like places that have the fish bowls, then yeah, it's you drink out of it, but it's called a fish bowl. Mm-hmm. It's a bowl. So though, even though the radius and the height are equal. Right or the the radius of the opening is smaller, but the radius of the item and the height are equal. Yeah, yeah. It's called a fishbowl. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's fair. 
So yeah, so then I will not adamantly and vehemently get into my feelings this time because we are in agreement. It's a simple math ratio. Science solved it. Take that, Donald Trump. We worked it all out. No fighting. No fighting. We're all going to this episode happy. Weird. Well, I mean, well, Brandon, what do you have to say? Because I feel like you're the, you're the opinion that's going to set me off. So go ahead. Okay. Um, I personally believe that uh, something is a cup rather than a bowl when you can comfortably hold it in one hand in a vertical orientation rather than like, you know, someone can one hand a bowl with a thumb like inside the top. That's not what I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking like hand up and down, hold the cup comfortably. That's a cup. If you can't do that, it's a bowl. I can hold every single bowl in my house with one hand and I got small hands. I mean, not good. all of us are big, strong lesbians. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty well hung for a lesbian. Oh, <laughs> you used to hold all those throats. <laughs> I'm not going to respond to that. That's a perfect segue into our episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going to recap where we last left off with a dead guy or a dying guy. But first, uh, a toast to old friends. And he reaches down for his champagne flute. When the champagne spills, you hear glass breaking from the other side of the room. A thick, wet thud echoes, and you see M with a crossbow bolt in his chest. His eyes go wide as he grabs at his chest and collapses to the ground. What do you do? Who, who shot the crossbow? If, I look to see who shot the crossbow. Uh, you see a broken window, and you believe the arrow came from outside. Benny would run to the window first. It is a very dark night. You cannot see outside it. I, mean, I don't, I don't know if standing near the window where someone just shot through is a great move. Benny casts fairy fire. Okay. Uh, fairy fire shows you objects or people, right? Yeah, I'm going to cast it where I think the arrow comes from. Cool. Uh, you see that there is a deck sitting on the railing of the deck. You can see a crossbow. Uh, you don't see any figures or living objects nearby aside from plants. Oh, how far away is that bow? Uh, the crossbow's on the deck itself, so maybe six, seven feet away from the window. Benny will jump out the window. Okay. Jesus, you are dedicated to this guy who basically kidnapped us, and we have no idea why he's here. I know, but he just died, and he called me a friend. Like we she's, don't know if she's he's died. No one checked run. him. I was gonna say, is our Tara and yeah, I mean, Tara runs over to Mister Ebb and like sees if he's actually dead or just unconscious. Or that's fine. You hear a couple screams in the room as well, like. Some of the people in the room were absolutely startled and scared out of this. Mara's underneath the table right now. Emerald is not okay and having a full-blown panic attack. Everything's about her right now. Eve, you can hear the commotion from wherever you're at, but Tara, you can go ahead and check on uh, M. He's grasping for air. I cast Cure Wounds on him. He starts to heal a little bit and then turns pale again. His color almost goes back to his normal color and then right back to a pale blood loss. And he reaches out and pulls you close, Tara. And he says, I'm not. His hand releases. He is no more. Okay. Did he just like die? Uh, n- no need to worry. He, uh, 
this apparently is an M, so I guess we're good. <laughs> and Amik, what do you, he just said he was M. Oh, I thought he said he was an M. What'd you hear? I heard him say speech about, hello, I am your host M. Oh, yeah, no, uh, he definitely said that, but like, as he was down on the floor, he said, I'm not, uh, then he like died. I think the last part was M. Oh, no shit. I tried to heal him, though, so I, uh, it didn't take. I, that's never happened to me before, so I, I think there might be some sort of magic behind this. Agreed. I think we will be here for a long night, maybe. Flamenco, bring another bottle of champagne. And Anamik will slam her champagne glass, just throw it back, and she'll go to grab M's glass and bring it towards her, and it will uh, fumble out of her hands as well. <gasps> Nobody touched the glass! Mm, arcana check on the glass. Sure. Um, go ahead. <laughs> Four plus seven, eleven. Nothing magical about this glass. I try to grab the glass and take a drink. Sure, you can grab the glass and you can feel a pull back on it. Like it doesn't want to leave the table. I check for like a string. Oh, you found a string. Uh, it leads underneath the table. I follow it. Uh, you follow it to the window leading outside where Benny has just jumped out. Hey, uh, Ben Ben, there's a... He shot himself. What? What? And I start plucking the string like it's a fucking harp. Benny, you can see that the crossbow is jolting every time that Tara pulls on the string. Oh, goodness. That's weird. Why would he do that? That seems very strange. Mental health is really important, and people don't often have access. Yeah, that's very true. We should start a fund in honor of M. I agree. Now let's get off of this godforsaken island, and we can go start that GoFundMe. Uh, Jet's gonna, like, rip off his shirt and see if he actually got shot. Like, if is it, like, just a fake, a fake arrow? Because if he shot himself, it may be not actually killing him. Like, I, I don't know if that's, like, an investigation or, like, a sleight of hand, like, to see if she can see, like, whether it's, like, he's got, like, a big Insight. Or, we can do investigate. Go ahead and do investigate. All right, I got a 16. Uh, you can, yeah, so you tear off of his shirt and realize that the bolt is definitely in his chest and his, his heart is definitely not beating. Yep. As you rip off the shirt and throw it behind you, though, you can hear something metal hit the ground and kind of move away from you. Oh. Yeah, no, she's definitely going to pick that pocket. Cool. Uh, so you have found a key. Oh, fantastic. Is it like a gold key, a copper key? Uh, it looks kind of brassy. All right. She's just going to pocket that and not let anyone know that she got it. <laughs> okay. Very good. Eve, when you heard all this commotion, are you coming back at all or are you still searching rooms? I'm still searching rooms. So the clang of the door has got you interested, but the screaming people didn't. <laughs> you know, you know, you cry wolf, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, we're not doing that again. We're not being... <laughs> Thwarted from treasure and riches, you know, not again. Okay. I feel like there's a difference between a slamming door and people screaming. <laughs> um, so I'm standing by what I say. Okay. <laughs> Benny's going to check and see if there's more than one string or if it's just one string. Uh, yeah, you can uh, investigate the crossbow. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, uh, twelve. Okay. Uh, so the crossbow has a single string on it. It is wrapped around the trigger, and it's tight right now. Uh, it wraps around the railing and goes through the window right where Tara's at. So you can assume just, that this is the string. Yeah. Just to Anamik's glass. To M's just glass. To M's glass. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I thought that um, that Tara had taken Anamik's glass. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's really weird. All right, so there's a crossbow tied to M's glass, so whenever M lifted it up, it would shoot M. And we're assuming that M did it to himself. He would have noticed that there was a pull on the crossbow or a pull, like, on the glass. Yeah, open and shut case. Okay. Uh, Flamingo walks into the room and says, I couldn't find your friend. Oh, goodness. Um, I will clean this up. Well, does anyone, uh, did anyone need a second course or another set of drinks? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what's the second course? Oh, the second course. We have a, uh, well, we have a choice for the second course. We can do a soup or a salad. Uh, dressing of your choice, of course. The soup today is broccoli cheese, though. Oh, mm. I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do the salad. Do you guys have any sort of, like, vinaigrette? Oh, of course. Would you like balsamic, red wine vinegar? Um, I also have a nice champagne vinegar. I'm oh, sorry, Benny's going to bust in here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, did you need something? <laughs> I thought Jet was going to do it, but Benny will do it. Hello, there is a dead guy here. Um, we're talking about Susan Salas. He's dead. Well, I mean, yes, um, he's dead. Sure, sure is. He is. Um, and well, I you're will... not bothered by that. That's your he pays you. How are you going to get paid? Yeah, I was kind of aware that this might happen tonight. Again, in my contract, can't talk about it. You know, NDA. Um, but yeah, I know I'm not. My life, I'm fine. So I will take care of this. Um, so you just knew that it might die, and you're just cool with it, and we're just like standing around with a dead guy that kidnapped us brought him to it brought us to this island offering us food with cups that kill us and we're just supposed to accept all this why is nobody else freaking out i am freaking out i just asked for that salad he's still standing right here <laughs> mara is still underneath the table and i i'm i feel like emerald hasn't stopped screaming but she's not actually audibly screaming it's just silently opening her mouth <laughs> <laughs> And Anamik is looking at each one of you, studying everybody in the room. She's just trying to pick what, up knowledge. What about Maroon? You can ask her if you want. Uh, hello, lady in a latex suit. What kind of expression are you giving us? I can't see it. Oh, you haven't figured it out already? I've figured it out. I'm Maroon San Francisco, the greatest spy in the world. I'm in love with her. Sorry. <laughs> just in love with her. She's already married to Waldo. She doesn't... <laughs> As soon as you found the string, I figured it out. Well, what is it? Oh, that's no fun. What do you mean it's no fun? He's dead. We're trapped on an island. Yes, he's... None of this is fun. Well, it's fun as long as you don't get killed. And I don't plan on getting killed tonight. In fact, I'm going to go to the kitchen and get some cake. No, wait. There was cake and you get offered me salad? What in the Yonsei is going on? Yeah, and Maroon San Francisco jumps out of the window, and you notice that her knees are permanently bent 
in the latex suit, so she runs like she's on the Cartoon Network. Oh, I hate that. Oh, my God. Okay. And she jumps out the window and runs around the wraparound deck, and then she's gone. To get cake. Yeah. It feels odd to me that the quickest way to the kitchen is through the window of the dining room. She doesn't make sense. She's maroon in San Francisco. She obviously can go through regular doors with those pants. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) What about her hat? It didn't, like, come off as she's jumping through the window? She turned her head sideways. Oh, my God. Damn, she thinks of everything. She does. She's prepared, as always. Oh, also, um, Mr. Flamingo, I assume... By the way, you're not panicking. I don't know if it's, like, written in your contract. This man did say that he was not am... Oh, that's totally uh, possible. Yeah, sure. I just feel like you could elaborate just a teensy bit more. Well, I don't, I didn't meet who hired me. They go by the name of M. So like you could be M. Anyone could be M. I knew that M is watching me tonight. So I'm going to keep doing my job so I get paid and don't get killed. So second course and salad, I know. Uh, anyone else? Uh, uh, wait, hold up. You're going to do your job so you don't get killed? Are those two separate? <laughs> Are those well, related? I have, yeah, I mean, in my contract it says as long as I keep doing my job, which is, you know, keeping of the gates, keeping of the grounds, uh, you know, serving you guys, making sure you're fed, clothed, warm. Yeah, I'm not uh, in trouble tonight. So, yeah, that's why I'm pretty chill. I mean, this is unfortunate for you and I feel for you guys, and that's why I'm going to do everything in my power to make you guys super comfortable, right? Okay, uh... <laughs> Just again, I am waiting on that salad. Yeah, so. got you. I will be right back with that. Let me just go get that okay. real quick. If you don't keep doing your job, yep, you're, I, you, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm uh, not M. I don't. Mm, maybe. Okay, bye. I'll go get that. And he leaves the room. A terror turns to Jet and is like, "Well, I is is it our job to figure out what happened here?" Kind of scared that if we don't, we will get murdered. Because that's kind of like the tone I'm getting from Mr. Flamingo here. Can we just leave? What was going on with that barrier outside? I'm assuming it's the same thing that brought us here. If you can figure out a way to leave, you tell me, because I would also like to leave. This is not fun anymore, because that guy, super weird. Don't know what's going on with that Flamingo thing. I'm so sorry. What is your name? This Oh, we haven't met before. Uh, I'm on the meek. You are, uh, you said it, probably, maybe? I'm M. M. That's, I don't like that. That's, okay. Uh, hey, whatever we need to not get on a meat killed, sounds good. That was, I, could you just do that tongue pop one more time? I really enjoyed that. (laughs) I don't know that I can. No. Oh, man. It's going to be a very disappointing date. Yep. (laughs) Well, I guess uh, let's fucking... Did we already investigated his body, right? Have we investigated his clothes? I haven't. Have you? No. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So you can reinvestigate the clothes, Jet, and Tara, you can investigate it for the first time? Yeah, I should have been a little more thorough. Jet used to, like, pickpocket, so she's just going to see if he's got, like, any, like, you know, like, those safety purses that you travel with, like, the one underneath your clothing? It's like, no one's supposed to be able to tell that you have the secret purse here. Uh, you don't find a secret purse? The other thing that you notice is that his socks have a 
bunch of holes in them. They seem to be the only part of his outfit that is not new. Where are the holes? Uh, heels and toes. I'm assuming you take off your shoes, his shoes. Heels and toes, heels and toes. <laughs> Has this, have the clothes that he's, are the clothes that he's wearing, like, have they been, like, tailored to him? Like, they're for someone else and they fit him or, like, they've been made for him? You, you notice they're a little ill-fitting. They're not quite right. You said, like, you didn't think this was M, right? Me? Oh, no. I've been telling other people here that I'm M. Oh, my God. You're M? <laughs> shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Why did you kill this man? Honey, I didn't. I, that was a joke. I'm, it's, we're playing pretend. I literally don't know what to believe anymore. Everything is just so stressful and high stakes all the time. <laughs> Uh, uh, everybody, we are under lockdown. Stay in this room. Uh, we're gonna go to just check out the rest of the house, I guess. Uh, Flamingo comes back into the room with a salad for Tara. She slaps it out of his hand to the floor and goes, There's no time for that, man. <laughs> okay. And she runs out of the room to go uh, walk upstairs and check out other rooms of the house. Okay. Uh, so now we have two people checking out rooms. What are Benny and Jet doing? Viscount is annoyed that there's so much noise going on. And then he requests a small bowl of plain yogurt with saltine crackers in it. What? That's not even a good boring combination. <sighs> it's because I'm feeling spicy today. What? <laughs> Jet is going to look at Benny because that's if we split up, she's left all alone, right? With all these people who may or may not be murderers. <laughs> Uh, Benny's gonna check on Mara. As Benny crawls underneath the table, Anamik will look at Jet and say, Look, you seem to be at least thinking, while these other ones are just doing nothing. Uh, maybe when splitting up, when crazy murder is happening, we don't split up in one-person groups, like your two friends. In the background, you hear glass shattering, and then, Aha! <laughs> <laughs> what did you find? I don't know. He just probably just slammed a glass cabinet. Aha! Glass cabinet. Shit. Uh, so Mara can be on the table. Here. This, um, he's, he's dead. Um, I really want to go home now. Listen, Mara, I, I know I know that you're a very strong lady, as you have to be in a, a position of political power. Um, and uh, hiding under the table seems like a really good thing to do, but something's going on, and we don't know who M is. We know that guy's dead. Anybody could be M. And he picked up his glass. It was tied to a string to a crossbow, and it purposely shot him. The waitstaff seemed to know what's going on. Um, something is happening, and we have to figure out what's going on. So I'm going to need you and all of your, you know, strength uh, to kind of help uh, pull us out of here. Uh, let's team up with Anamik and, and uh, Jet here. Uh, okay, let's, let's, let's go. Let's. We, we got this. We are, we are four strong ladies. Yes. Okay. And she, uh, she crawls out from underneath and kind of dusts herself off and stands ready to follow you into battle. Maybe not lead, but follow you at least. Lady Emerald will say, Oh, are you all going? Good. I'm going to talk to this spirit in the room. Help this young man pass over. I can feel him just in the room, but he can't talk to me because of my helmet. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Uh, Lady Emerald's a, a spirit talker. That'd be useful right about now. I will, I will talk to him, but you need to be out of the room. I need complete silence. Well, what if we sit here and are completely silent? As long as you can be silent, that's fine. Um, strength in numbers. Strength in numbers, I love it. Okay, just sit down and be quiet. Let me take off my helmet. Uh, she'll take off her helmet, and the black hair comes off with the helmet. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, and she does have hair. It's just very uh, spread out here but it's all long and tied up into this really big bun in the back. So you can see a lot of her scalp, but there's this one bun of just tied up hair that she hasn't cut in forever. She starts mumbling to herself, speaking in tongues that don't make sense. Not gonna do it. Well. (laughs) (laughs) This young man is just, he doesn't understand. He keeps saying, I'm Simon, I'm Simon. Simon says, what though? Simon says, what? He says he's not M. I don't know. I think what? he's a little crazy. I'm so mad that Tara's missing this. Yeah, Tara and Eve, you can be, like, going through rooms, and all you're finding is just a bunch of, like, nice stuff. If you want to take, like, vases and candelabras and shit, it's filled with it. Uh, it's all really dusty in any room that is not a room that you'll be staying in. I feel like Tara's looking for more, like, notes and letters and stuff than uh, valuables. Uh, you're finding a lot of locked doors then. Hmm. Uh, you can make your way to the kitchen and find Maroon eating cake as planned. I'll do that. I'll make it sound like I was going for a scene and I actually just wanted cake. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eve, same thing. Yeah, you're not going to find anything of value aside from just like stuff. So you can pick up junk if you want some junk. Yeah. Um... In honor of October, I'm feeling very Christopher Columbus, so I'm going to just start taking things. You discovered Um, this house. (laughs) Yeah, I sure did. So I'm taking things in the name of St. Eva Laurent. Yeah, do I have like a bag? Yeah, I do have a bag. You have a bag, yeah. Are you just loading it up with stuff? Uh, No, I'm only taking like the small cute things. That's adorable. Like little trinkets, little knickknacks, probably jewelry. Because it's mine now. Can you name a couple of the knickknacks that you found and taken? It's a lot of Hello Kitty stuff. Those little, I was going to say, those little precious moment dolls. Um, <laughs> Just a bunch of cherubs. <laughs> um, I, yeah, there's a bunch of cherubs. Uh, probably some earrings. Do I see, like, any, like, hair accessories? Uh, you see, like, hair. <laughs> yes. Like, extensions. You found that. I don't need that. I want accessories, like... Maybe a, uh, ooh, we have a Moira in the building. Do, is there a brooch? Yeah, she's got plenty of brooches. I want it. What animal do you want? She's got all the animals. I'm taking all the brooches. Oh, okay. She's got no animals left. Cool. All animal brooches. Add that to your list. Okay. And while I am taking all these things, do I happen upon anything that may be conducive to this story? Uh, you find a locked door with a letter M on it. Can I burn it down? No, for some reason. A lot of magic going on. A lot of magic going on. So I really want to get into this room, right? Yeah, I do. Um, can I go back to Miss Thing um, and uh, Miss Moira, that's not Moira, and ask how to get inside that room? Yeah, you can head downstairs to everybody else. Okay. So I'm going to go to Mara, and 
I come downstairs and I say, um, my dear Gomara, there is a room with the letter M on it. Perchance, do you happen to know how I may, uh, acquire entrance to this room? My dear, I need total silence to talk to the spirits. And my name is Emma Rold, not M. Thank you so much, though. Now, shh, let me talk to this young man and help him through to the other side. Um... While she's doing that, and I don't like the way she's talking to me, she has hair, right? She has a, yeah, she's got hair in a bun in the back. I'm literally going to snatch her up by her bun. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, so I just snatch her up her oh. by her bun and I say, <clears throat> I will clear my throat and I will try this again. There is a room with the letter M on it, and it's blocked by magic. Would you happen to know how I may acquire entrance to this room? Thank you. I will, a- I will ask the spirit for you. Put me down. Why is it that you do not know how to do this? Aren't you a person who works here? An employee? No, I am a guest. And so with that, I say you have one minute left. But Emerald's my favorite. Silence, and I can talk to the spirit. You have 55 seconds left. Hmm. Simon, how do we get into the room with M? Simon. Simon, you're on borrowed time, sir. Simon says, listen. Simon says, there's a key. Simon says it's in his pocket. Eve goes to the pocket to go search for the key. Do I find it? No, you do not. Nope. Because... I haven't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I look over and I say, Oh, my dear, your life is on the line. If we cannot find this key that was in this pocket, I will have to take something from you. I've got the key. I've got the key. She can keep her kneecaps. I've got the key. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Roll... Roll a, roll a, roll a check. For what? <laughs> to keep my kneecaps? For snatching the key? This is wisdom. Roll a wisdom saving throw. And I got like a seven. So. Okay. <laughs> um, I cast hold person on her. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to just take the key. Okay. As I take the key, I'm going to say, uh, Yes, thank you for holding on to such pertinent information for us to solve this problem. And I say that with the coldest glare, and then I go <laughs> upstairs to the room. Is anyone going with Eve? Uh, Benny's going to drag Mara with her. Okay. <laughs> this poor girl. Okay. Mara, Benny, and Eve start walking upstairs. Tara's in the kitchen with, I assume, Maroon? Yes. Eating cake now. This is some great cake. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, you know what would make this taste better? Uh, knowing what the fuck is going on? It would, wouldn't it? It's so fun to figure out. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Do you want a hint? Oh, I mean, I already know. I would just like to know, like, I wonder if we both came to the same conclusion. Interesting. Okay. Why don't you tell me what you think happened, and then I'll tell you what I think happened. Well, I'm only narrowing it down to a final two people. I haven't figured out exactly who it is yet, but it's clearly someone in your group. What makes you say that? Last two arrive, all four of you? How do you think three of you would have gotten on a boat? Someone had to have lifted you on there, so I'm assuming it's one of the two strong ones. How did you get on the boat? Well, I don't quite remember, but I assume, again, someone strong. 
I feel like you're limiting your view to the people that we've seen so far. It's an interesting... So what's your theory, then? You seem to have one. My theory is that we haven't met Am. I don't know where they are, but this all feels like a game to me. Ooh. Intriguing. You think there's another person on this island? I do. Well, we should find Flamingo. He'll know more about the island. He seems to have some sort of contract he can't talk about. I was going to say that's what torture is for, but that's an Eve thing. Not, <laughs> not Maroon. Speaking well, about the amount of magic going on on this island, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something disclosed in that contract that would immediately kill him. So maybe we find the contract. I like where your head's at. He's got to have a room in this house somewhere if he's been here a week, right? You are absolutely correct. I'm assuming we're going to watch each other's back then? Oh, girl, in that latex bodysuit, I can't help but look anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, let's go. Uh, She takes the cake with her. Well, that takes the cake. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Flamingo, we have a couple questions for you. And before we get into that darkness, we want to give a huge thank you to our Patreon member, Alex Green, for being our first supporter and always having our back. We love you. To Tom Padilla, who is the inspiration for Little Dilla. You'll always be in our hearts in Benny's bag. And to Mitchell at Homebrew5e on Twitter. Thank you for supporting us and thank you for calling us out so we can find a decent balance between the rules and whatever it is that we do. Thank you for being with us from the beginning. If you're interested in supporting us, check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. And now, back to this mess. We have Eve, Benny, and Mara upstairs about to enter M's room. We have... Tara and Flamingo, no. Tara and Maroon San Francisco looking for Flamingo. Uh, somewhere between the kitchen and the hallway. And then the Viscount, Lady Emerald, Jet, and Anamique are in the dining hall still. Yeah, let's start in the uh let's start in the dining hall with Jet and Anamique. Anamique is already on her second or third plate of food. She's just you guys aren't there, so she's eating it. <laughs> it is still just like the opening course though right and Anamik is uh what the fuck is he I'm gonna go find him uh you can babysit uh weird lady and sad man I'm I'm leaving I'm going to go find him now yeah I think it, I think it's a. I think it's like best that we implement a buddy system it seems pretty ominous and I really don't want to hang out with that count anymore <laughs> Do you mind if I take along? Yeah, come along. Those two can look out for each other. What are they going to do? Talk each other's ears off. <laughs> I like you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Anamik will leave the dining hall and make her way into the hallway where she will, uh, well, you and her will connect with Maroon San Francisco and Tara and Flamingo just coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, I was just about to serve the course, washing my hands. What? What can I do for everyone? Jet's looking at Tara. She has no idea. Well, uh, myself and uh, Lady Maroon here, I'm not sure exactly how I should be addressing you. Also, I don't care, so don't go, don't answer that. Um, <laughs> Flamingo, where is your room? M- my room? Uh, well, my room is down the hall. 
What, what did you need with my room? Oh, uh, nothing specific, really. We were just curious. I mean, they, this place doesn't seem to be insanely huge, and I figured that your sort of boarding would have to be close to the, the master bedroom. My room is actually close to everything down here. Master bedroom's upstairs with all the guest rooms. A uh, lot of guest rooms. Weirdly built house. My room's right over there. I can... Oh, I know what you're asking. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh, I will do my special task after I serve the next course. You're welcome to escort me when I do my special task, if you'd like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tara's like panically looking at Jet. Uh, I, I can like hear you adding emphasis to the words special task. And while Jet is saying that, she winks. <laughs> How much help will you need for that special task? Well, I don't actually require any help. I just assumed that the person who is watching me this evening would like to monitor. I'm sorry. I thought I don't I don't need help. I was just offering to be monitored because that's part of the gig. As much as I love uh, vague innuendos, what is the special task? Ah, uh, can't tell you that. Not going to trick me there. <laughs> uh, but it all will come It'll uh, when it happens. You'll know. And uh... Uh, well, This special task happened to be a murder? You can just nod your head. That way you're not committing any yes or no answers to an audible record. I can assure you I am not murdering anybody this evening. I am not partaking in any murder. Promise. Can I do uh, a perception check? Or is he telling the truth? Insight. Insight, Insight. sure. That's a 16. Uh, Yeah, you think he's telling the truth. You don't think he's going to kill anybody. Okay. No murders. Probably. Probably. (laughs) No murders, probably. If, If you'd like, I can start serving the next course. I have the uh, to go find your friends, because they've been... We just keep losing people at a dinner party. You should just sit down and have dinner. It's not that hard. <laughs> you are so right. Um, I think Jet and I need to powder our noses before we head into the second course. It would be embarrassing after that whole situation. Uh, th- thank you so much, though. And I, like, grab Jet, and I start pulling her away towards his room. <laughs> okay. It's It's in the same direction as the bathroom, so I don't think he would pay much attention to that. Uh, he says, oh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll get it served, uh, ladies, if you'd like to follow me. And he escorts Maroon and Anamik back into the dining hall. I really hope this doesn't, like, take too long. I'm okay missing the salad course, but the soup course? <laughs> I'm a big soup person. Okay, I'm going to ignore that thing you just said. I'm pretty sure that there's something hidden in his room. He keeps talking about a contract, and I, I have to imagine it's some sort of physical contract. And that way we can see maybe what the special task is. There is nothing that I want to know less in this house (laughs) or this situation than what exactly that special task is. (laughs) And now I just have to know. (laughs) You've got like spells and stuff for like opening doors, right? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And then I try the doorknob. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't open right away. It is locked. Well, I tried all the spells I have. Do you want to give it a a good shoulder check? (laughs) Yeah, Jet's gonna, Jet's gonna, like, throw her shoulder into it. Not trying to break the lock, but if it's one of those doors that kind of has the hinges with a pin in it, you can kind of shove the door up and out. So that would be strength, or... Well, I mean, are you trying to do it quietly? How far away is Flamingo? 
Can you make me quiet, Tara? Uh, Tara holds a finger up to her mouth and goes, shh. <laughs> Does that have any, like, practical effects? Or? No. <laughs> so if you hit the door hard enough, it's going to make a noise, and they're going to hear it. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming the door will also open. But the door will open, yeah. You're just going to have very little time. Okay, so do you know what I'm actually going to do? Is I'm going to use my merge with stone, like, racial trait, and just, is, is like, the wall stone. Can I walk through it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I can only do that once per long rest. So that's not being used again. And I just want to, like, uh, walk through the door really quick and see if I can unlock it from the inside. Yeah, sure. You can make your way into the room, and, yeah, there's a lock that you can unlock. Well done. Awesome. Perfect. No so noise. So you, uh, you two enter the room. It's just a standard twin bed. Desk, dresser, bathroom, waste bin, pretty standard room, very clean, recently dusted, very well kept. Uh, I want to do like an arcana check to see if there's something, I would assume the contract has like a magical aura. Okay, go ahead. Six plus seven, 13? Yeah, you can tell that there's some magic essence coming off the bed. I uh, I look at Jet and I do like those military eye symbols of like two fingers up to the eyes and then like one finger pointing over to the bed and then like a duck and a look back and forth and just a bunch of like random hand gestures. Jack gives you two thumbs up back. <laughs> Great. Uh, and she's going to flip the bed. Uh, the mattress over first. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You can lift the mattress and see that there is a fairly thick contract underneath there. Any dirty <sighs> magazines? Oh, well, like covered. <laughs> Covered in them, and they're all sticky. Uh, Shouldn't have asked. What do they? What do they depict? What are they uh, it's all elven feet. Elven all elf feet. Oh all elven God. feet. Different grooming habits. <laughs> Tara cast prestidigitation on one of the magazines to like clean it, and then pockets it. Oh. oh, I was just gonna like throw it in a pillowcase. That's a lot smarter. Wait. If you do prostitute, okay, does that actually clean it or does it make it seem clean, but it's actually not? You instantaneously clean or soil an object no okay. larger than one foot. Cool. She still picks it up with two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> also, All right, so let's cut I'm... this bed boy. Mm. Yeah, I'm not like a fast reader, are you? Uh, wait, I mean, it depends on the language, I guess. Yeah, can uh, we read this? Yeah, the language is in common. I didn't give Flamingo any special languages, so. Okay. Uh, I mean, the contract is, I mean, there is every clause you can think of in there, but as you're flipping through it, you can see that there is a specifically timed out schedule. Like, there is an itinerary that Flamingo must follow, which is kind of why he's probably a little neurotic about doing things at proper time. Mm. Is there anything in there that defines special task? Roll me a investigation on the contract. 19. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can see between serving the soup and the course after that, it says flip switch. Did it mention anything that- about, like, murder? Nothing specifically about murder. Uh, the page that you're on is really just the dinner courses and what is being served at what time and what Flamingo needs to do in between the times. Can I see if there's any like personal liability section? Like when you sign up for this job, like if you get an arm severed off, you don't owe us anything kind of thing. Like, is there 
anything specifically dangerous that I can see. So there's a clause that has been alluded to, yeah, where uh, as long as Flamingo continues to do their job throughout the course of the evening, regardless of what happens throughout the weekend, as long as Flamingo continues to do his job, he will go unharmed and fully paid and leave here without any problems. The guests are not given the same uh, safety, is what you're understanding, that the guests may be hurt or killed, but Flamingo is safe according to this contract as long as he continues to do his job. We didn't sign anything like this, did we? No. And I woke up on a boat about an hour ago. <laughs> what if we had, like, partied, and that's how we ended up on the boat? Do things matter if, like, you're signed under duress? Do like, you what think if I it just... was a, a party boat? There were a lot of stripper <laughs> poles for a boat. <laughs> exactly. What if this is, like, a party, bo- a party boat hangover situation? You are so right. I remember now... Oh, my God. Betty's getting married tomorrow. Oh, my God. We have to go <laughs> congratulate her. <laughs> Pocket that contract. We're going. Okay. What's the spell on it? Is it like a binding spell? It is a binding spell. Okay. But yeah. Um, you can also see that on the back, the uh, signature matches the writing on the nameplates, matches the writing on your envelopes, and it's signed by M. So we can, we can tell that there's a spell actually involved in this contract. Correct. Can I cast a spell magic on the contract? Yes. <laughs> that seems like a question you didn't want to hear. Well, I'm just thinking of the ramifications of it, because Flamingo would no longer technically be safe then. Mm. Well, maybe he'll fucking help us. <laughs> or he'll just fuck off because he's not getting paid anymore. <laughs> you know what? I'll hold the spell as a threat. Oh, I like that. I think that's a really good idea. All right. I think I will. We like take the contract and that we can use that as blackmail and then maybe the dirty magazines. Yeah. And if I understand it correctly, it, it does guarantee his safety. So like worst case scenario, we could take the magic away and really <laughs> ruin this guy's day. <laughs> and then I guess we just fuck off out of here, right? Yeah. You guys can make your way back to the dining hall. And as you approach Anamik. And uh, Flamingo are there, along with Viscount and Lady Emerald. Flamingo comes in with salads, uh, places them on all the places except for where M was sitting, and says, uh, All right, so salads, I have soups coming up next. Viscount, I know that your dietary restrictions, you want neither, so I made you a bowl of heavy cream. I gave you a crazy straw so you don't have to move all your necks. Here you go. Does the crazy straw spell out any words or like turn into glasses? Vroom. Yes. <laughs> it says vroom. <laughs> oh, he drinks it so fast. <laughs> it is heavy cream. He's got to suck hard. And Flamingo says, okay, I'm going to go find your friends. Um, yeah, enjoy. I'll be back with soup soon. And he leaves the room. This is where we will transition over to Benny, Eve, and Mara. So I look at Mara and I say, uh, Mara, I think it's... And I give her the key and I say, Mara, if you could be a dear and uh, open this door for me, please. And she puts the back of her hand on the doorknob to check if it's hot. It's not hot. <laughs> and then she uh, puts the key in and opens it. And you hear the click, slowly opens the door. The room is currently black. And she just pushes the door open and stands there. Okay, I'm going to cast Dancing Lights and throw my lights in there. Room is fully lit then. Yeah, you've got a dresser. There's a bathroom that's attached. There's uh, 
wastebasket, bed, uh, vanity. Yeah, what do you want to look at? Uh, the vanity. The vanity. Perfect. Uh, roll me perception. Oh, it's decent. Never mind. Okay, we're good. Oh, okay. What does six get me? Uh, you're staring at yourself in the mirror. You look good, though. Sounds about right. <laughs> Eve just sits down at the vanity. Mm-hmm. Benny will come over to Eve and say, Oh, Eve, you're looking really good in cast perception, or try to roll for perception on the vanity as well. Yeah, go for it. Look, very becoming, Eve. And she rolled Thank you, Eve. my dear. Uh, you're also encaptured by Eve's beauty. Uh, <laughs> very pretty. Mara makes her way into the bathroom. She just goes, oh, gross. Hey, come look at this. The tub itself is extremely dirty. There's just like a ring of fresh grossness around it. Uh, there's long hair shavings in the sink, a straight razor that's been recently used. And there's a pile of clothes on the ground that seem really dirty. Holes in them, smells kind of bad in there. Like whoever was in there has been like rolling around and stuff for a minute. Mm. Benny says, you know, I really don't mind when people choose to have long hair, but you know, it's, it's just kind if you're, if you're going to choose to do that, to clean up after yourself. Uh, my dear Mara, does any of this look familiar to you? No, uh, I definitely, I mean, I shave my legs and it doesn't, well, it looks like that sometimes. It it gets cold in winter. I don't need to shave. All right. Feminism. Um, (laughs) <laughs> well, um, and Eve is going to um, ask Mara, Mara, if you could pick up one of these uh, hairs that I may examine it uh, and see what we're Gosh. dealing with. Do you want me to pick up your hair and hold it next to your face? You can't just pick it up? Oh, well, my dear girl, I can't do it myself. It's much too disgusting. If you could do it, that'd be great. Benny says, don't worry, I'll do it. And she picks up a handful okay. of hair and like pretends to have a ponytail. God, Eve throws up. <laughs> like, just project I haven't had hair in a really long time. It's pretty interesting. I don't know why you would want this, but she's like swinging her head back and forth, like making the like ponytail wave, uh-huh. and then hands it to Eve. So Eve steps back uh, and says, uh, "My my dear, sorry for the unsightly display." As he like wipes his mouth, and then he um. He's going to... Can I roll um, maybe like a nature check? On the hair? Yeah. Like a history to see if you know who it's from? Yeah. My dear Benny, uh, does this hair look familiar to you by any chance? You, you want me to roll a history to see if I could tell that's M's same color hair? I can say that you, you're aware. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're that looks a exactly. hair. Sorry. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that looks exactly like the same color hair that the dude that murdered himself who said he was him, and then he said that he wasn't him. Uh, it looks exactly the same color and same texture, everything. Well, Miss Benedetta, was he uh, shaving himself? I don't know why. That's a lot of hair. Why did he cut off that much hair? What, what did his hair look like before? Uh, maybe beautiful. While you guys are talking, Mara gets up from examining the clothes, and she says, there has to be something else here. It can't just be hair. I didn't find anything in the clothes. Maybe the dresser, the bed? I think think we've seen what we can here. um, I'm going to search 
the dresser because it seems less disgusting. So Eve is going to saunter over to the dresser. Uh, so you open the drawers and every single drawer is empty. It's not a single piece of clothing in any drawer. There's no change of clothes, nothing else there for him. As you make your way to the final drawer, you shut it. Do you see some paperwork underneath the dresser? You can pull out the papers and realize that it is a contract for employment. Can I, let me, can I read the contract? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an investigation. All right. And we'll see how much I can tell you about it. Oh, God. Okay, 10. I think 10 is enough for you to read. How's that? <laughs> I just won't give you any follow-up questions until later. Um, so what you see is it's not as big. Well, you wouldn't know the difference. Okay, so it's a smaller contract. Uh, the first thing that you see is a letter that says, Dear Simon, thank you for accepting my offer. Your script for the weekend is provided. Be sure not to break character, and you'll be handsomely rewarded. I'll be watching. Sincerely, M. The following pages is a contract for how he's supposed to act, his script for the evening. The first thing that you see is something that he said downstairs, which is, Greetings. Please hold your questions. I will explain. First, a toast to old friends. So I'm gathering that the person that was M is not M, that's Simon. That's a very fair conclusion. It seems that we do not, we have an imposter among us. The person who was killed was indeed not M, but this gentleman named Simon. That was so good. Oh, goodness. That's kind of weird. And she's still like picking up some of his hair, making, <laughs> uh, making pigtails now. Um, I've always wondered what this felt like. What if we go to, are you sure that Simon is truly dead? Because it says that this person would be handsomely rewarded. And I don't think that death is a very good reward. Unless that's what he wanted. I don't know. Maybe we have a necromancer in our midst. And uh, he seemed pretty dead. Uh, I'm, I can't remember. I think it was uh, yeah. Jet that checked him. Unless Jet's in on it. Ooh. But no, Jet's super Ooh. nice. I like Jet. Um, uh, let's see. M. Uh, Mara's uh, name starts with an M. Hey. I'm right here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mara. Yeah. Um. Are you, are you, like, did you, like, start this whole thing? Or are you, like, the no, protagonist in I this? I did not. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Are you uh, the protagonist in this? Well, my name's Benny. It starts with a B. Um, you know, some people call me Bidadetta, but I have no M's in my name whatsoever. Sure, but if I was going to go by a, a mysterious letter, I would pick Q or Z. I wouldn't pick the actual letter of my name. That's fair. Z is the best letter that I know. For Z sure. is the best letter. Z is the best letter. Um, well, that's fantastic. Uh, friends, I have something to say. Please <laughs> gather everyone. Meet me in the dining hall, and we will have a grand inquisition starting in five minutes while I go prepare. That's a really good idea. Good idea. So I'm going to go downstairs into the grand hall, and I'm going to start preparing Zone of Truth. As you're going downstairs, Benny is, like, doing, like, one finger to her eye and pointing at Mara, like, keep an eye on her. I got you. And she's, like, following from the behind. Mara will follow. Yeah, you guys can make your way down into the dining hall. Anamique has already finished her salad, moved on to Benny's. Yeah, Anamique is now on her second salad and sees you walk in. She's like, oh, shit. Ah, uh, soup. Soup time. It's time for soup. Uh, pink animal. Uh, he hello, uh, you... 
you very hello you good looking person that's mm. eating all the food. I have to keep my figure. <laughs> yes, we are going to prepare a ritual uh, for Zone of Truth. Uh, just to, you know, have a little grand inquisition. If you could please go uh, round up the rest of the guests, that would be most appreciated. And as I say, I say hop hop, and I clap, and I tell her to like skedaddle. Well, this fucker, okay. Do you see this guy? Hey, Viscount, you see what I'm doing? And Anamik elbows the Viscount, and he falls face first into his milk, uh, his heavy cream soup. Oh, my God. Uh, wait. Uh, oh, um, shit. Me, um, uh, Eve runs over to Viscount and checks his pulse. Uh, there is no pulse. And that's where we'll end the episode. I'm Chris the DM. You can find the, everything about the podcast at RollGayRoleplay.com. And I'm Tisha, in exactly what Chris said at the end of whatever he introduced himself as. Uh, I'm Brandon, and you can find me on... Are we still doing that? You can find me on Instagram <laughs> and TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Oh, how are your cosplays coming? They're so cute, but also I've recently started taking off clothes on TikTok. <gasps> so that should like tell you something about my mental state. <laughs> I haven't had sex in 2020. I haven't had sex at all. In 2020. This whole year. I'm going to say, just check on your gay friends. We are not okay. (laughs) Is this still an outro? Oh, I'm sorry. Katie, your turn. It's okay. Uh, Hi, my name is Katie, and uh, you can find me in our Facebook group occasionally when I go on Facebook. Uh, It's pretty funny. I think. I'm Jonathan, and pay attention to me. I'm really funny. Um, I make a lot of really funny jokes all the time. Um, prove it. Prove it. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? <laughs> because it was having an existential crisis, and it was time to cross over. Cricket. Mm. I want to rescue that chicken. Also, Jonathan is a really good person in general. He has a huge heart and yeah, he's but that's very a medical condition. Opening, open. Yeah. The- <laughs> that's a lot of compliments that are not due. I'm an advocate for all and he's a really good guy. Oh, like do are people can are do people are people confused that I am Eve in real life? I'm not. Girl, this is the longest outro. You don't eat people, steal their kneecaps. <laughs> There's no human remains in your house. No, this is just Halloween decoration. Mm. <laughs> so this was great, y'all. Happy roll game roleplay. Happy roll game roleplay. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Toodles. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.